everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Hello, oh, Terrence. In a good mood, Terrence. Of course, man. We finally in a melodic mood. Uh. We finally like uh, Singapore finally standing up for itself. Uh. Oh yeah la, yeah la. Eh, eh, calm down la. First we need to do this banter. Don't get into the topic so quick la. Yes, out. yes, correct. Then, because uh, we have to say that one thing about what this podcast is actually about, right? Yeah. Yeah, our podcast Which is, is actually yeah. we debate the hottest news topics in Singapore and the stuff on every on everyone's lips. Um mm. in a with a touch of what? Humor, baby. Humor. Humor, yes, comedy, correct. funniness. Oh, we try to, la. we try to. Yeah, we try to lah. We try to, <laughs> and I guess now that that people in Singapore are kind of like a little more constrained at home. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that wherever you're listening from, your country is probably not free to roam as well. Mm. So seems like there's, there's actually more not, true, not, true, not true, not true, not true, not true. No, no. I think if you switch on the TV and watch live sports, uh, like I think Manchester United just started letting in supporters to watch live sports. Um, mm. basketball games are almost like they're starting to let in people to watch live games and everything as well already. So yeah, I guess I guess maybe like to rephrase it to not move around as freely as before. Like mm. like even these these basketball games and like soccer games probably not any. Yeah, you still need to be tested and shit, mm. like, right? Yeah, or yeah, so vaccinated or something. Yeah, yeah. But our dear Singaporeans who are mostly at home, hopefully, uh, yeah. and hopefully listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because I mean it is relevant because our first topic is it touches at the heart of of the situation in Singapore, la. Yeah, but speaking of touching your hearts, can you do that weekly plug that we have? Oh, uh, yes. The if this podcast has touched your heart, or touched your mind, or touched your face, or any other part of you, uh, and it felt good, it'd be good if you could share the podcast with at least one other person. Because yeah. our 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 wonderful community on Reddit and. Uh, Spotify followers continues to grow and we are so fucking appreciative. Yeah. But we just wanted to keep going. La. And even on YouTube, man, YouTube, our new YouTube channel, um, even yeah. for our recent upload with, of uh, the podcast is Sudhir, he had yeah. very kindly provided timestamps for everything mm. we discussed in the video. So actually, if you go there, you can literally jump to the exact moment he says something, which is fucking yeah. awesome because then you can share it with all the other boomers on your network. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Exactly, that's it's Boomer Central, man. Yeah. It's one Boomer sending us timestamps to put uh, on YouTube for other Boomers to enjoy. La. Exactly. Yeah, but but yeah, I think Sudhir, like, we, we will be talking with him to see how else we can work together because the chemistry was undeniable, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strong. It was strong. But Strong, uh, I tell you. Like, Terrence, like, just one thing. You and you, I think we've I've unlocked the, your affinity for Indians. Eh? Uh, I mean... Singaporeans and Indians all get along them well, but as evidenced by our first topic of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow, nice segue and nice brush exactly. off of my my racial joke. Uh. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. then, why don't you introduce the first topic? It is about the the third wave of coronavirus hitting India, dubbed the Singapore variant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> just over, I think a day or two ago, the Delhi Chief Minister. The chief minister mm. of Delhi, like, who apparently is not in the main ruling party, he's part of opposition or something. Um, mm. He came out saying that uh, people have to be very careful of a Singapore variant of the coronavirus, which uh, if if it hits India, would you know mean a lot of uh, 
uh, deaths for young children and, and other vulnerable. I think specifically young children, like he said. And he mm. called for Modi to ban flights from Singapore, which, um, I mean, given the discussion that we're all having about about banning flights from from India and everything, it's it's kind of ironic. Lah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the, the, the triggering thing that happened. But what subsequently happened after that? Um, yeah, so that article came out like uh, on May 18th, right? And on May 19th, Mr. Mm. Mr. Vivian B, you know, like stood up for fucking Singaporeans and tweeted back, um, you know, politicians should stick to facts. And then he, he left a link to a nature.com article mm. that kind of clarified that the, that the variant that the chief minister of Delhi spoke of actually is the same, I mean, is the same one that came from India. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Vivian B, man. He's our Whole Minister of Foreign more. Affairs, right? Yes. Uh, correct, correct. Amongst other things. La. So, eh, and like, yeah, so it is... I mean, in this kind of situation, it would be for the MFA to uh, to respond, la, right? Yes, it would be. And I mean, the yeah, the MFA responded. Uh, the MOH also, I believe. Mm. Uh, MOH, basically, MOH have been replying in response to media queries. La. Yeah. So basically, there's one guy... Um, and I mean, one thing to clarify is that you know, Arvind Kajriwal, mm. uh, he's the chief minister of Delhi. Um, it feels like there's some politics at play also. La, because mm. thankfully, even people from India and Indian, uh, not- notable people from India on Twitter also clarified that, yo, this is the same variant. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was, it w- people were quick to point out, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. And I think the Hindu Times actually did change their article title, but still feels like they are, they're, they're kind of like, uh, proclaiming something that's not true. So the title initially was Corona Singapore virus can be India's third wave extremely dangerous for kids mm. warns Arvin. Mm. Then it got updated to coronavirus found in Singapore can be India's third wave extremely dangerous for kids warns Arvin. To me, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But actually just rewinding a little bit. Lah. Like, um, I mean, this is, uh, this is just, uh, uh, he's not even the prime minister or anything. Uh, yeah, he's a chief minister of a city, la. I don't think, I don't think what he says definitely represents the whole of India. But why do you think? Uh, why do you think this is is such a big thing that the MHA and the minister had to step out and immediately address it, la? Because I I also uh, see some people saying, ah, yeah, just ignore la. They're just they're just playing politics and stuff like that. But why why do you think? Uh, it's not so easily dismissed. Uh, this thing. I think because one of the the biggest things about Singapore over COVID is kind of establishing ourse- ourselves as like a managing COVID la. You know, we mm. had a, we had some big hiccups along the way. But yeah. I mean, even as recent as a few weeks, there were articles that kind of talked about Singapore as the 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 gold standard for COVID management la. Mm. So anything that kind of pokes a hole in that, right? Mm. I think yeah, our officials should like lay the smack down and fucking point out that um, if it's there's no ounce of truth at all, it mm. should be clarified la. But I think also beyond the the international reputation, it also comes down to the fact that we've been at least the the government has been trying very hard to uh, maintain that that this this variant um, coming in from India is a global is a global thing. It's not just uh, about India and everything. And and I think there's been a lot of efforts to try and make it make sure that we don't. Uh, we don't specifically become xenophobic or towards Indians or, th- or people from India or anything like that, lah, right? 
Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so this kind of like almost like flips the whole thing on its head where India now is saying that Singapore is the one bringing the virus over. And yeah. Like, it kind of <laughs> negates everything. It kind of, I don't know, I don't even know what it really does. It kind of just like makes everything that the Singapore government is doing look like look really stupid. Like it looks like we are now we are being uh we are being heralded as the bad people, you know? Yeah. You mm. know what you know what it reminded me of is like I, I have some I don't know whether it's an Indian uncle or Indian auntie thing, but I have some Indian aunties, right? Like no matter what happens around, right? If I'm in the presence, if if something if some shit goes wrong, it's my fault. Like yeah. literally there was one auntie last time uh I was in my room or someone's room and something fell from the cupboard and she mm. was sitting on the bed. And it dropped and it cracked. Like, and then her first thought was like, Harish, why didn't you catch it? <laughs> so when I, when, when I read this, I was like, oh my God, all these memories coming back. All these memories coming back. Are you sure Just you're talking about a distant la. memory or are you talking about your girlfriend? Living with your girlfriend? No fucking stir shit, okay? I would never refer to my girlfriend as an Indian auntie. She will oh. become an Indian auntie in about 20, 30 years. But for now, she's not. Oh, <laughs> I say, wow, you're so animated when talking about it. I'm like, later you're going to tell me after the podcast, hey, actually, I was talking about my girlfriend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have to delete any Insta stories I took about the broken vase. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny. No, it was my auntie. Okay, it's okay, my auntie. Okay. Long, like 10 years ago. Um, but but yeah, and also one thing to highlight is that this guy uh, Arvin, I'll I'll just call him Arvin because yeah, I'm not Arvin. so sure how to pronounce his last name. Sure, sure. Uh, and don't be like, hey, I thought all Indians know how to pronounce all Indian last names, <laughs> because you watch like Indian wedding and all this shit, um, Indian matchmaking, Indian matchmaking. So he's a member of the Arm Admi Party, which is different from uh, Modi's party, the BJP. Mm, mm, mm. So so and I mean I think like if you dig down like this. Looking at the the state that India is in, which is fucking horrible, and mm. Delhi being one of the denser cities, it 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 is like the hot. It could be the hotbed, mm. So if you think mm. about politically, if he can find a scapegoat, mm. it actually, it, it it can take some heat off him, la, Because yeah. he can be like, yo, we were containing it, but the Singapore variant came in and fucked everything up. Exactly. So so the the, it, I mean yeah, la, It's a lot of politics involved, uh, But I I, I think. Uh, I mean, it doesn't help things yeah, like, It doesn't help things domestically in Singapore. Uh, yeah. The way people talk about, the way people are thinking about flights from India and everything. I mean, like, like it's literally a topic that we were debating the last round, right? And um, yeah. And I think the what's interesting also that even the, I think the MFA, the MFA response, right? They don't even bother using the euphemism South South Asian anymore. I think previously mm. there was a lot of reference to it as a South Asian strain or South Asian variant. Uh, they didn't mm. want to sing out India, but now they just straight out just say it's India already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's like, fuck, the exactly. gloves are off already. Yeah, fuck it, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. And I mean, just I think on 11th May, mm. uh, Vivian Balakrishnan himself or that, yeah, posted on 1st May that he, he had a, on his Facebook, he had a good phone call this afternoon with his good friend, Indian Minister of External Affairs, Dr. S. Jai mm. Shankar, and they were talking about the strong relations and how when India was developing the vaccine, you know, the vaccines were coming to Singapore, but when India was reaching like like the tipping point, mm. Singapore did did provide some sort of logistical support. Oxygen, line. Been oxygen, many, yeah. Yeah, oxygen. There have been, there've been articles about how it's a you know, very good bilateral relationship yeah. and all that. Then this guy comes on, and I mean, yeah. yeah then when you, when you, when when I found out that okay, he's not part of Modi's administration, um, and and he's a different party because I think Delhi kind of has their own elections and and own chief minister, so it's mm. almost like, 
it's still part of India, but it feels like it it has its own jurisdiction to a certain extent, like Then, yeah. then this guy come and post this, then, then I'm like, wow, fuck yeah, uh-huh. and and he's not a like he's not a dumbass. Yeah. He's a mechanical engineering graduate from IIT, mm. um, smart guy. Uh, so it just felt like wow, wow. And and I mean, kudos to Vivian B. La. I know I know we have we have spoken up against him or some of the things he does, but mm. when he tweeted he tweeted a response, right, I was like, wow, no better. Yeah. No better. I think yeah, this this warranted a a strong response. La. And this one is where it's it's not about the internal politics of the country anymore. It's your country's reputation is is on the line. Whether you're a workers' yeah. party supporter or PAP supporter, you you need to make sure that your your minister or whoever's in charge stands strongly against something something like that lah. Because uh, yeah. yeah, we're trying to get our tourism and all that back and aviation sector back to its feet as well, right? So, any yeah. kind of like uh, vaguely, vaguely uh, disruptive news about new COVID strains and stuff like that is going to set us back, like you know, another few months or something. Uh. Yeah, and I mean, it's not just for for Singapore. I guess now looking at the variant that that uh, has has become like uh, has originated in India or was first detected mm. in India, I think it strikes a fear in a lot of countries worldwide. Like, and anytime mm. there's this new discovery of a new variant that is apparently more contagious, it's like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah. it's it's just irresponsible as a leader of of the of the country. And and yeah, MFA did meet the Indian High Commissioner in Singapore to express concerns over the minister's claims. Mm. I just wonder what the hell the meeting was like. Uh. Probably Vivian B was there. You know, he had his yeah. Vivian B pose with his fingers outstretched, the hype beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, dude, well, like, what, what the fuck is up with Arvind, man? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've never dealt in, uh, I've never been a diplomat or anything like that before. But, uh, mm. you know, when you watch a lot of these shows like The Queen and and, and, and West Wing and all this kind of thing, you can sort of like, uh, you can sort of imagine somewhat, la, they probably have to, the, it's, it's almost like a, an invitation for passive tea. aggression, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of passive aggression. <laughs> probably an invitation, which is actually a, being summoned to the office yeah, of the minister, why. and then, and then the minister will be sitting there, and then they will like grill you and like, so what is this about? And like, you know, our relations are and blah blah. And then they'll probably bring out a lot of things to, you know, to 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 so let's just very sternly warn you that don't don't do anything like this lah. And and there are more things that can more steps that can be taken. If uh if if it's not corrected at all, so, yeah, so like, it's like last time in school the discipline master la, you know the will Telani Harish please report to the discipline oh, yeah, master's yeah, yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one also bring brought bring, bring brought back a lot of memories, man. But the one straight away the one straight away you sh- could you should run to the toilet and put soap ready, right? You don't know the tricks. Put soap. <laughs> put soap in the what hands all soap? Which when you cannot cane with and then there's soap on the skin is less painful. Huh? Yeah. You didn't know that trick. What ah? kind of life hack is that? <laughs> Last time don't have don't have what? don't have internet, you don't know all these hacks. Ah. <laughs> no. I just got a feather duster. Oh, feather duster la. Oh yeah, then the feathers will stick. No, if you put soap, soap on your skin, if you like because it's gonna cane your hands, right? You put a little bit of soap and everything, supposedly it doesn't feel as painful. La. Supposedly, so supposedly. you never tried it? La. I did, I did, I did. I mean I but I never did a side by side test or anything, like you know. What the fuck? So then you are you supposed to spread it out or you just put leave the block just, like Yeah, just leave it like then your hands will be very like like a bit greasy like that, like, you know? But won't it burn more once the like if it cuts it open then the soap? No no no, but it doesn't cut it open, right? They don't cane you until you bleed. Uh, not usually la. The idea is not to cane you until you bleed, right? It's it's meant to <laughs> you know physics, I like, just meant to tap you, right? 
So you put soap, walao eh. So before you cannot can like there's always a beeline for for soap. Uh. If if you wow. can plan far that far ahead lah, I think I I did only once or twice lah. But wow, I just say I never knew yeah. Well. But that was the day. That was the times when people were still being cane. Uh, long long. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like probably our our younger listeners are like, what's caning? Yeah. What's caning <laughs> in class? What is do you mean? You mean the teacher touch you? Yeah. What? It probably isn't. Yeah. It shouldn't, shouldn't there be a counselling for people who get cane? Right? Yeah, that's why. But Yo, uh, we like Terence and I are fucking hardcore. Okay, we cannot cane in school. Yeah, yeah. We're like we're like rappers like that. Yeah, cane in school, then you drag pull, go and see ears. a dentist without warning, that kind of thing. A lot yeah, of I still remember this one punishment that my primary school teacher gave me and my friend, which was the most brilliant punishment I've ever received. She instead of making making me pull my ears and my friend pull his ears, yeah. he she made me pull his ears and him pull my ear. Yeah. So it started off very diplomatic, you know. We were like just you know holding on to each each each, each other's ear. Then I think maybe he tugged a bit, and I tugged. Then by the end, we were fucking trying to rip our <laughs> our ears off, and we did it in front of the class. Brilliant. So to that teacher, right, you are a fucking genius, man. Yeah. yeah. No, my bad. I think the one I remember was that our class was just very noisy when we arrived for PE lesson. And PE teacher yeah. said, "Okay, everyone, you all just hold your hands up vertically, and just walk around the block." <laughs> And I tell you, she made us do it like three or four times. By the end of it, we all of us were dying already. We were just quiet, like nothing like that. <laughs> like vertical. Vertically. Vertical, la. Yeah, yeah, vertically. And, and so she didn't oh. even need to like cane or inflict any like pain on anyone. Just just like, just make you hold your hands up and you walk and that's it. Already. And it's probably one of those things that you as a student, you're like, what? That's it? Yeah, that's it's so easy. I like, got uh, this. Fuck, <laughs> like, just talk, like, continue. So I don't care. Like, laugh, laugh. By the third oh round, you're like, God. fuck it. Really. <laughs> Oh my god! But we but, we, we oh. sidetrack, we sidetrack, we sidetrack. But but, but no, I mean, I mean, yeah. what what else do you think? Speaking of punishments, are like, I mean, uh, I, do you really do you think this will lead to any any anything further than this rebuke from Vivian Bala? I don't know, sir. I mean, the the thing is, I'm just looking at an article on Times of India, which was last mm. updated at 1.02 today, which is just a yeah. few hours ago. Mm. The title is Coronavirus. All we know about the Singapore COVID B.1.617.2 variant, which is affecting mm. more children right now. Mm. And the subheaders. All we know about the controversial Singapore COVID variant right now. Number two, third wave of COVID to be deadlier for kids? Question mark. Mm. What is the Singapore COVID variant which has shut down schools? Mm. How concerning is it? And then if you see like a video uh, or an excerpt from an Indian news report uh, that talks about this thing, and even though they clarify that, you know, the Singapore foreign minister uh, rebut- uh, rebutted Arvind's tweet and all, mm. it's, it's one of those news screens, you know, where there's a ticker at the top, you know, new COVID variant in yeah, Singapore, yeah, question yeah. mark. Correct, correct. Then I'm like, yo, that's not cool. So, yeah. I guess I guess I don't know. Like it, it feels like the clarification was done yesterday, today. But these articles are still being updated mm. and not reflecting the more accurate truth, lah. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know if Singapore is still providing any help or like oxygen or whatever to India. Uh, of course, it is it's very inhumane to to uh, to cut that off or anything like that, lah. But you know, sometimes it's like I, I, diplomacy works. In very uh, passive aggressive ways as well, because I remember well, you all you going all Calvin Chang on it. Uh. No, no, no. Years ago, I remember there was something where Indonesia did something that was very uh, aggressive. The name of the ship. The name yes, of the ship. Yes, yes, yes. Very disrespectful yeah. to Singapore, and um, yeah. apparently it what just happened right around the time of the air show 
you know, the Singapore Air Show and everything. Yeah, yeah. And the Indonesian team was supposed to perform. And I think what happened was that the Indonesian team came to Singapore. Then they were informed that, oh, your show has been cancelled. Uh, mm. So it was like, apparently that was like a, purpose, a purposeful dick move to like, to, to you know, so, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to backtrack. Say, okay, fine. Then this is what we're going to do to you. You know, embarrass yeah. them in front of everyone. Uh, that kind of thing. Uh. So, I guess now, yeah, yeah, but now, now, now I, it's a, a bit tougher situation, lah. Cause yeah, yeah man, it's, COVID, it, it's you know. tougher. Yeah. yeah, then I saw so, so someone commented on Reddit. I think like, oh, so now, uh, they first they steal our national day song, and then now they give us their <laughs> variant. <laughs> oh, lao, eh. <laughs> no, the other the other really funny thing I saw Reddit was that, uh, the the plot twist is that maybe this, maybe this Delhi Chief Minister Arvind, maybe he's got family in Singapore, and to protect his family in Singapore. He's trying to he's trying to piss piss Singapore off such that Singapore will really stop flights from India lah. So that, oh, so that they, nobody will bring the virus over from India I mean, to Singapore I guess, anymore. I guess why it's so sensitive is because the situation in India is still fucking horrible, man. I think mm. today there mm. were four thousand plus deaths, which yeah. is the highest. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, like the the funny thing is, I don't I don't really see Modi front and center of the comms. Mm. Like I don't know if I'm just not not uh, seeing it, but. But it feels like like he's, I don't know, man. Like the whole situation in India, it's so fucking big, um, mm. and it feels like everyone is just scrambling, la. Yeah, everyone yeah. is scrambling. His his rating is falling naturally. Mm. But holy shit, man! So so mm. that's why it feels like maybe this tweet. There's a lot more to it, la. Yeah, there could be. You yeah. you never know, la. So that's why, yeah. Like you see, it also you're like, what you buy, like. Maybe maybe this guy hasn't been getting sleep much sleep or anything because you can imagine mm. the stress that this guy is over given that Delhi is still uh, not doing good la. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know la, but but it's true like what you say la, There could be there could be a, a lot of different reasons why why he suddenly came out with this theory or so la, right? Yeah, 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 because I mean I mean that's the thing about politics la, Like you 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 never really know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But well, that's 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 what you get from you know. That's what you get when everyone's like scrambling because of coronavirus. Yeah, but but that's where I guess in some way like what you said, it's it's uh, it doesn't help the situation in Singapore because mm. honestly, like yesterday also in a what in a family WhatsApp group that I'm in, I mm. saw someone kind of recommend to the aunties in the group, um, uh, to not wear Indian costumes when you go out. Oh, seriously. Yeah, because the like, the fear of of, uh, of of what do you call it uh, aggr- aggression against it, Indians. Uh. Yeah, and and I think there was an article yesterday about uh, some a man. <laughs> the title is "Man Screams at Indian Woman at Value Dollar Store at New Upper Changi Road." So, yeah, okay, and an uh, older Chinese man can be seen with his middle finger raised. He then shouts, "Fuck off, Indian! No fucking come here!" Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of those things like, uh, yeah, so if, if if people are feeling a little fearful, mm. uh, whether it's premature or not, uh, yeah, like the, the situation right now is a little little tricky and these kind of things don't fucking help. La. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if anything, this is this is a, a sort of like a, a, a very good excuse for Singapore to suddenly just say, we're going to shut our borders to India, right? I mean, right now, uh, long-term uh, visit pass and like uh, non-Singapore citizens who have travel history within the past 14 days of India are not allowed, like, I believe. Mm. 
yeah, yeah. I believe, I believe. Yeah, I think, I think it's been amended but, already. Yeah, recently. Yeah. So, but I mean, to, I yeah, think what to what everyone is complaining about is it should have been done earlier, lah. Because it's now already in the community already, lah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and and like just this, this there's a I wouldn't say anti-Indian sentiment, but mm. the it's slowly like I don't know getting a little more concerning. So so uh-huh. for those of you listening, you know, if you want an example of how a Chinese and an Indian can get along, yeah. why not refer them to our podcast, man? <laughs> no, or if you have one Indian friend, send them a WhatsApp message uh, saying, you know, don't worry, I I'm looking out for you. Any problem? Come, come and find me for help or whatever. Yeah, that, that kind of message, yeah. That kind of message, <laughs> fucking what? Any problem? Come and find me. You cannot beaten up. You're like, hey, bro, can help? Sorry, bro. I need to stay at home. No, that was horrible <laughs> advice. Don't listen to that. I just that just send kind a of message. Send a message. No, fucking. You know, message. What thoughts and prayers is it? Thoughts, thoughts and, and prayers. prayers thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was really trying to make an effort, you know, and you come and you fuck everything up. No, because I'm <laughs> what, what I'm hearing is that you're getting all these warnings over WhatsApp, so it must feel very negative every time you open WhatsApp. So I'm just saying, spread some positivity through WhatsApp also, la, you know. Okay, la, okay, then you say uh, like that, la, then you uh, say like that. Not uh, so then you leave it open for people to decide how to share positivity. Uh, Not like one of those messages, hey bro, good good talking, catch up soon, uh, catch up soon. <laughs> Catch when, up soon, bro. When, when this is when this when Singapore opens up again, we can. <laughs> and then it will never That's happen. Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when Singapore opens and then the other person like uh, pings you, uh, you'll be like, yeah, oh, shit, sorry lah, like, just yeah, getting used to this, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I speak like this. I'm also guilty of doing this. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, totally innocent yeah. to those of my friends yeah. who are listening. Yeah, yeah correct. But yeah, man. Mm-mm, yeah, mm-mm, tough, mm-mm, mm-mm. tough times are uh, tough times when. Tough times, especially when you are you end up being the the one being blamed. You end up being the butt of all <laughs> of all jokes or so lah, right? You know, the, oh, the Segway King is back. Yeah, speaking of butts, <laughs> uh. speaking of butts, man. Yeah. Speaking of butts, what is this? Would what you is like to this do? goofy uh, topic? The the goofy topic is that uh, apparently the Singapore Art Museum uh, is hosting. Um, an exhibit by the artist Amanda Hang, Amanda Hang, uh, mm. that, that calls for women of Singapore to submit pictures of their butts, mm. like not wearing anything. Yeah. Um, and and it's calling for participation, inviting women of all shapes and shades to join the single online project. Mm-hmm. So sin, like so sin, the sin and girl, right? Like yeah, S I N G, sin girl, right? Yeah, single. And and the official caption on the Singapore Art Museum's Instagram post uh, calling for photos is, it says, Utilizing the posterior, artist Amanda Heng puts forth a playful and defiant counterpoint to the Singapore girl, a demure image of the Singapore Airlines stewardess, which grew to become a uniquely Singapore icon and standard for feminine beauty, fem- feminine identity. How does mm. this challenge mainstream perceptions of gender and national identity? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can send in photos of your bare butt, but it's only for females lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and those guys who are trying to to just you know like you know be cheeky and send it is is clearly obvious like You will have some stuff hanging uh, unless so you unless you you tuck it tape, in, uh. tape up or what lah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's true lah. That's true. true. You tape it up. But so so it basically it essentially this is like uh, this is the artistic version of the arts version of send nudes ah. Uh. Uh, I I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, that's I'm, true. Actually, oh, yeah. quite, quite that's shocking true. that that um, 
Yeah, it's officially sanctioned by Singapore Arts Museum. I see some of the comments yeah. on the Instagram posts are like, uh, people say, where's the shame and stuff like that. Lor. So because I'm sure there's a conservative branch of our population that would frown upon this lah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, the the thing is okay, like, uh, I I also think it's pretty fucking awesome that it was officially, uh, yeah, like, uh, given the green light by Singapore Art Museum, which is dope. Uh, but yeah, I'm just surprised that it got given the green light like, because yeah. I know, I think I recall in the past, even ex- art exhibits that show like nipples or like genitalia, mm. there is a certain element of censorship that happens, right? Mm, correct, correct. Yep. Yeah, so so this one, like, I think I think it's pretty awesome. Mm. But but what was your first thought when you saw this? Eh? Um, I, uh, at first, I, I, you know, usually art pieces like that, uh, a lot of times they don't come with a really, a really like a clear explanation of what they're trying to say. Uh, but this mm. one seems to be a bit more explicit. They say they want to challenge the the stereotype of the what a Singapore girl is as a demure uh, girl, and that was based on the nineteen seventies, the when the Singapore girl was introduced to SIA la, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. As the that's the look of the Singapore girl. But I'm I'm like, is it really is the v- Image of the Singapore girl based on the SIA and everything really meant to be like demure and all that. Because I mean, those kabayas are like quite tight fitting and everything also, like, right? So so mm. it's not it's not it's not like that one was like they're not like buttoned up uh, office office administrators or anything like that. Like. I guess I guess this is where I, I tap into my, my experience working exactly. at Singapore Airlines. I was I was fishing for that, like, right? Yeah, no, I was setting you up yeah, for you to spike setting it. Like. Me yeah. Yeah. So so I think where the the impression of the demure SIA girl comes from is that um I do recall I don't know whether things have changed and mm. now given covid and the halt on flying like uh I'm sure a lot of things are changing like but Mm-mm. as as up to like a few years ago yeah the 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 SIA stewardess um it it's seen demure because like it's meant like it's really good service like mm. you know like mm. meant to be really paying attention to the customer uh, and and that sort of service quality, mm. and I guess there's a certain element of grace that is attached mm. to the role, like, in terms of they're trained on how to walk and their poi- poise and all that. Mm. And I think I saw on the Instagram comments some saying that eh, that yeah, like what you said, the SIA girl, the kabaya is quite fitting and all. How is that demure? Mm. But I think the general impression is meant to be somewhat demure and the stereotypical Asian girl, you know, mm-hmm. generically Asian, uh. like like Gen- yeah, oriental gen- kind of thing, uh. Yeah, or the subservient kind of kind of a uh, girl who's who's catering to every demand of mm. the customer la. But how does yeah. showing butts? How does showing butts? Uh, uh, how does showing butts like combat against that that stereotype though? <laughs> yeah, I don't know because let's say the only people who submitted have butts that are like hot la, like hot butts, mm. right? Uh, not to say hot butts can't be demure, uh, but I think. It's just yeah, like to challenge conceptions of, of gen of like demure. I don't know. Like if you see a butt. Okay, so I think maybe what what they're asking for is I think they they maybe should focus more on the fact that they are calling for women of all shapes and shades. Mm-hmm. So you know the Singapore girl. If you look look up Singapore girl posters, uh, from the seventies or eighties uh, it it tended to be very stereotypically oriental uh, like what you said. 
So maybe now they're asking uh, like for Indian butts, Malay butts, Chinese butts, Eurasian butts. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the, I don't know a lot of the butts uh, on display here are all very fair and seem pretty well groomed and everything, like, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I know someone did comment that in the matrix of uh, 12 butts that's in the Instagram post, there aren't any like outwardly dark-skinned butts. Mm-hmm. Which to me, I'm like, uh, okay, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. They, they, do have, they do have like a shade of butts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm just curious like who would, uh, who would submit? Like how many people would submit? Yeah, would love to know. But, but also like how to... Because all of them are quite standardized, like, based on the image, Stand- right? Like the, the, no, the, the all quite different. No, no, as in the lighting and the background and everything. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to figure out like how logistically, if you wanted to do it, la, like what would you be asked to do, la? Like you know, find a white wall, and then stand with your feet at shoulder shoulder width, and then the camera must be how high, such that it doesn't accidentally reveal something else. And things like yeah. that. They have to give I I guess they have to give quite specific instructions. Uh, right. Actually this project has actually been going on for a while now, apparently, because Amanda Heng, the artist, she's actually a seventy year old uh, mm, artist. Mm, mm, mm. And this project apparently has been going on since two thousand and nine. Mm. So maybe now it is coming to fruition. Uh. Mm. Maybe she took uh twelve years to collect uh, the butt pictures. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but now she wants to expand the repertoire. Even more yeah, Gen Z butts as well. Gen, Gen Z butts. But actually that Gen isn't Z, it right. like um in this day and age, uh, when we are all, you know, that society is so gender fluid and and there isn't that big a differentiation between like genders and everything anymore. Isn't it kinda like just like terrible to just only be focusing on women's butts? Right. Shouldn't we be uh, more inclusive? How about how about like like men as well or or trans people or anything? But this one the main thing was to debunk the Singapore girl. Right? You like, include like. men then then it's almost like ah you just have to mansplain again lah. No, Talking but cannot use women why, only, why only girl only? You know, there there are there are men who I mean there are biologically born males who identify uh-huh. as, as females, right? Would they be allowed to do it? Well, but that that feels like Rabbit uh, hole. Wormhole, wormhole. Rabbit holes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess if you have a butt, honestly, if you, if you can mask your male butt as a female butt, you groom it, you go for some Brazilian waxing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to tell the difference. You've done that before, right? For a video. Done what? As in, we did a video where we took a photo of your butt in uh, yoga pants. Yeah, and we, dude. And so then yes, we showed it to people. Was, <laughs> this one of the times you must give context like my sentence was you can go for Brazilian waxes and yeah. like uh, tuck tuck your genitalia <laughs> and you say but I've done that hello okay, hello yeah, what okay, the fuck yeah. yeah. the floor, floor is open for your for yeah your the floor is open yeah so the context is uh, one of our most viral videos was um, I think when Tinder and those swiping dating apps was, was getting mainstream attention la, and I was on those apps mm. and I always felt like fuck shit there were some people I swipe right then when I meet in person I'm like yo it's not the same yeah. so we just did a little social experiment where we took pictures of local uh, influencers with their permission um, and female influencers la, and kind of hid their face uh, mm. and asked guys on the street whether they would date these people just based on their lower bodies like we did it for males and females as well and the most of the females 
said no la, they won't date just on pictures alone but mm. a lot of guys said yeah they would date just based on pictures alone mm. um, but little did they know that amongst the pictures of the lower bodies of females was a uh, lower body of of me yeah <laughs> uh, wearing my friends <laughs> yeah uh, yoga pants and my friends jeans uh, and shout out to my friend Faye mm. uh, for lending me her pair of jeans uh and and i was actually quite proud of the photos because i shaved my stomach i i i know our intern took the photo uh which made him question question life uh but yeah they like the dudes all swipe right on my lower body yeah, and yeah, then yeah. boom towards the end of the video we revealed that yo look who's the upper body la. so yeah this could and be this could be part two la, where we we send in a picture of your butt to this experiment to this thing and see whether it gets accepted la, somehow yeah, but okay, so that <laughs> shaving my stomach is one thing. But if I need to shave my butt, right, there's going to be a fucking, like, I think you have to, I have to shave and you have to immediately take the picture because I think in 10 seconds, the stubble will start appearing. Like. <laughs> it'll be a war zone. Yeah, oh. yeah it'll be a war <laughs> <laughs> We just need to keep calling for war reinforcements. Zone. Bring back the shaver, yeah. bring in the shaver, quick. Yeah. You've got 10 seconds. No, only, <laughs> only two people allow it, so it'll be you. La. Oh, yeah, la, true. You have to, like, shave, take photo, shave, take photo. You're like, fuck shit, man. <laughs> They need to come up with a contraption that has like 10 Gillette uh, shavers attached to, to one thing. La. Yeah, or you yeah. just wax my ass. La. Wow. There's a, there's a whole other <laughs> there's a whole other video by itself. Uh, waxing <laughs> waxing your ass. Yes, yeah. yeah. But wow. Oh, but crazy. So what do you think when of this um, of this uh, of this uh, this call for nudes? Uh, do you think it'll be a successful call? Uh, or, yeah, I think I think actually it would. I, I think it actually would. Oh, uh, you don't think it'll be shut down before it actually happens? Uh? No way. I mean, mm. I hope I hope it doesn't get shut down. Mm. Uh, because, uh, yeah, like, it's just one of those things that makes you go like, huh? And to me, like any kind of art that uh, evokes something and mm. doesn't harm people, mm. yeah, I'm like, yo, power to you, man. Yeah, my only, my only fear is that somehow... Uh, I mean, I don't know how they're doing it in terms of receiving the the pictures and all that, whether it's like over email or something or encrypted or whatever. But somehow, if if there's a hack or a leak or, or something like that of the emails, and then the 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 butts can be traced to the to the person lah, you know. Mm. Uh, so so that that to me that's where it's it's a bit a bit more dangerous lah, because I mean it's it's easy to just forward an email lah, right? As opposed to yeah, as opposed to if you, you if you actually physically had to hand over a hard drive or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. I think there's a wiki click or something like a page to to upload the pictures of your butt, mm. but I can't find it. Oh, I, I see, can't I see. find it. So ah, uh, yeah. Dun, 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 what happened to it? Uh, yeah. So so yeah. So who? Who knows? Okay, wait. Uh, let me see. Uh, the website, unnatural, blah, 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 blah. Hey, don't have it. Yeah. Singapore Art Museum. Why, Sial? Yeah, yeah. I'm clicking on the link in the bio and I don't see anything about a single or, or butts or anything at all. Yeah. Alamak, they're going to clamp down already. Eh? That's why Alamak. I said, that's why I asked you, what do you have faith that it can be, can be, you know, it will be complete? No, man. Yeah. No, I think like yo, this this has to happen. <laughs> yeah, I want it to happen. I think it helps that Amanda Heng, I think quite uh quite quite has a quite a good reputation la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I'm just saying that the whole process needs to be bulletproof la. You know, not 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 hackable, la. not hackable at any point and, and, and 
uh, you got to be very clear about what you want from people and what you don't want, la, right? Like if mm. like if men want to volunteer and all that, you have to say, you have to, you know, be able to say no la, very strongly. Like mm. you have to be able to stand, stand your ground like Vivian Balakrishnan did, la, basically. Mm. <laughs> mm. I guess, no I guess buts. the good thing no is like, like, I mean, like the article... There's there's uh, already articles coming out on yeah CNA Malay Mail. Mm. Even though the Malay Mail uh, article is no longer there, huh? Mm. Huh. We've opened up yeah, a wormhole. Yeah, but but interesting, like interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Cool, man. Yeah, but cool. Um, yeah. So now, so what now we move on to one short comment. Yeah. One short comment of the week. Yeah. So so what is your one short comment of the week? Uh, my one short comment of the week is uh, tangentially related to our subreddit. La. But it was actually, I saw mm. something on the, the Singapore uh, subreddit. Um, and it was actually a meme that uh, was created by... Wait, let me pull it up. Uh, mm. It was basically a meme of the... You know the Lee Kuan Yew? You don't, you don't see by that, that look. Yeah, the one yeah, where yeah. he points yeah. at someone in the audience and, like, and then they put the, the meme that you don't see by. So... Someone created yeah. a meme and then changed the Zibai into you don't um <coughs> you don't face too heightened alert. Uh. Yeah. So I thought that was yeah, I, saw that, I, saw I that. thought that was fucking hilarious uh, on so many levels uh, as a joke, uh, you know. So 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 mm. I, I I very quickly I uh, just commented, Oh my god, I I I almost spit up my dinner while laughing at this. Then subsequently mm. the person was like, Oh my god, is this Terence from from Yalabad? I love that podcast. Oh shit. Like, oh so shit. Like, wait, cool. so the, the creator of that meme yeah. uh posted it uh on what his or her account, is it? Yeah, yeah, posted using his or her account on the, the R uh, uh Singapore subreddit lah, basically. And uh, I see, I see. No, I'm not I mean I'm not I'm not like I'm not like um I'm not saying oh so awesome people recognize me or that but what I'm saying is that it's cool uh, that that people who are, you know, doing funny shit also listen to our podcast and all uh. That's what you say now, la. Those were the like early days before my ego became so dependent on being recognized on the street. That's what you say now, la. Yeah, like yeah, three, yeah. like three years down the road, you'll be like, you don't like you comment on Reddit, no one recognizes you. You're like, hey, Harish, <laughs> uh, you know we need to we need to make more podcasts, ah, no, make this, more videos. That's the difference, you see, being recognized for. Like, I think I think Dave Chappelle said that in his latest podcast with with Joe Rogan. It's the difference between between being a celebrity and being famous. La. Not that we're yeah, either, but yeah. being a celebrity is about like your looks and standing on a red carpet and posing all that shit, la, you know? It's yeah, stupid. But yeah. being famous for like, like like doing something well or being, you know, doing something that people love or that, I think that's so much more fulfilling, la, right? Yeah, and that podcast is really fucking good. I just finished it today. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit, it is good. But it is so good. It's just very calming, like It's very yeah. calming. Hey, hold your horses. Yeah. We're not the one-shot thing and all that yet. So... So know, what know, is your one shot comment? Wait, my I, one shot comment I'm is trying to, I'm trying to find the that that meme uh, and then I, because I want to credit the person also for it. Uh, I see. I, I don't see. know. I don't know if you, have you seen it around. I've seen it around, but I, I can't remember where I saw it. So you want yeah. me to stall and no no no, no, uh, no you go ahead then I'll, I'll I'll continue looking while you are talking also. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the my my comment from from the past few days, which I thought was pretty cool. Um is from Lemon Cake Pops. Mm. Um, and he or she commented, uh, 
Yeah, your Nathan Hatono Milo debate is so reminiscent of the kind of arguments I have with my fiance, which has been the source of so much exasperation for me. Uh, Harish, pray share how you handle this on a regular basis. So thank you for for empathizing with me and my struggles of dealing with Terence on a daily basis. Um, it's something over the years I've had to had to come up with defense mechanisms <laughs> to deal with. Uh, started off by you know crying to myself to sleep and uh, repeating mantras in the morning. But over time, uh, I have a little v- uh, doll of Terence next to me. So whenever he shits on me, I just punch it in the face. La. But 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 I mean, her partner sounds like a really funny, interesting person. La. Or his or her partner. How you know? know. Ah, this one, how you know it's her? Ah, because I'm biased there, is it? I'm just guessing, yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of which, someone messaged us on, on Instagram also saying that the reason why they enjoyed our live show so much was because you were you were shitting on me on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but that's true. La. That is true. We we scripted it that way. La. We scripted it that way. La. We, it is true. La. No, I think, I think just the moment we walked out and people started clapping for you or shouting your name, I just was ah. like, oh, how much you pay that person, you know? Straight away, <laughs> yeah, just instinctive, la, Just instinctive. Yeah. Oh, you're still delusional. Yeah. You're okay, still okay. Delusional. I found, I found the yes. the meme already. The ah. guy is, uh, Longadin L O N G A D I N. Yeah. You don't face too high turn alert. Okay. Yeah. You don't okay, face too high turn alert. We'll, we'll put the link in the in the yeah, show notes, correct. and you're sure that's him, like He cre- yeah, he or yeah. she created it. I mean, it's I okay, la, I mean, it's not. It's not like like people, uh, you know, like some crazy work about it. It is a meme, la, yeah, la. So I, I think yes, he created it, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. And and then the one shock thing of the week. Uh I probably should have mentioned it the last time already, la, but um I don't know if you've been following the Premier League uh recently. Cause Liverpool mm. played a game on I think uh, on Sunday uh, Sunday evening, Singapore time. And uh, yeah. in the for the first time in the his the hundred twenty nine year history of the club, the goalkeeper scored a scored a goal. Uh, oh, in, that's the first time uh. in hundred twenty nine year history of the club, and then it was in the ninety fifth wow. minute of a must win a must win game because basically now Liverpool has to play perfectly until the other uh, the next two matches they have to win uh, in order to qualify for Champions League next year. Um, yeah. So if they drew, it would it would have been quite a disaster. Uh, so they needed to score and they had been trying the whole match. It was a quite a tight match. Like, I mean, I, I did watch about half of it. Second half, I fell asleep really. But but like, um, yeah, if you watch the videos of it, the 95th minute, the goalkeeper, Alison Becker from Brazil, he comes up, mm. he runs to the front to, to, to get a header and he hits a header that is so perfect. It's like, it's a header that even a striker would have, have be very proud of uh, because it's not... It's not like right in front of goal, and it's a really perfectly placed header, and then also mm. plus the narrative of like how difficult. I mean, he's had a pretty shitty season where he made some very glaring errors against teams like Manchester City and in the Champions League when they needed him to to to, to do well. He made a, a lot of glaring errors that have cost Liverpool a lot. Uh. so for him to suddenly come forward and then score a goal that they absolutely needed with the absolute last touch of the game it was freaking awesome. Uh. So. Like if you go to Liverpool's uh, YouTube page, they have a a video that is like all the angles of of Alison Becker's goal against West Brom, uh, so you can mm. watch it from multiple angles, and it's just it's just one of those like wow, like only sports can can bring you those these kind of moments where you uh, really feel like you are a witness to something really special. Uh. 
Yeah, and I mean, he did dedicate the goal to his dad who passed away this February, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Yeah, so and not because of COVID. Uh, mm. It was uh, because of, I think he drowned or something. But oh, shit. yeah, he's, he's had a rough few months, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I literally have watched him like make really big fuck-ups. As a goalkeeper in the last in a lot of, quite a f- number of games la. so he's been with Liverpool for a while, right? Yeah, 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 and and he was fantastic, like you know, in those years when yeah, they won the Champions yeah. League and all that. But I remember there was one time I came up to you, I was like, I don't understand why goalkeepers these days like to have to keep playing the ball up uh, like short to defenders and all that, right? Mm. There's a lot of times it's because I was watching Liverpool's keepers do that like, and then make mistakes and then concede goals. Uh. And yeah, so so like for him for him to score these goals, pretty fucking crazy. And it just makes the, the end of the season more exciting as well. Wow, that's cool, that's cool, that's yeah. cool. So what is your one cool. shook thing? My one shook thing is, you know you know Wayne Brady, la, right? Of whose line is it anyway, fame? Uh, I mean, the, black, the black oh, yeah, comedian yeah, yeah, who can yeah, yeah. sing like yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, he's like improv king, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's, I think he's kind of built a career on improv. He had a TV show that about song lyrics, like mm. a game show kind of thing. Yep, yep, yep. So... Um, he recently collaborated with someone I have mentioned a few times the mm. past year, yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Mark Rebier. Yeah. And and Mark Rebier, for those of you who may not have heard me talk about him before, he was kind of like he blew up during the pandemic. Like he's mm. one of those people who makes loops on his his audio machine, uh, and then he sings over it, and he sings over like the most ridiculous stuff, like quarantine fucking and all that. <laughs> but his voice is amazing. He, he just, he's so fun to watch. He was doing live streams over the course of last year uh, and he blew up. La. And his most recent collab is with Wayne Brady and uh, he's, they're sitting together in a room and there's one camera on Mark Rebier, there's one camera on, on Wayne Brady. And honestly, the last 20 minutes, one of the songs, I teared up no, listening to it because it is the epitome of these creative geniuses coming together in a, in a space and time and creating something out of nothing. And you literally mm, watch mm. it happen. Mm. Because Mark Rebier would lay down a beat and then a, ba- a bass track and then this and it's just with a keyboard and when he fucks up, he would remove the layer and then Wayne Brady would be behind like, ooh, that's nice, that's nice, boy. Blah, blah. Then it's just fucking, it's, it's magical. I fucking love it. So you tear that at what point? I love again? it. The, the last part when they did that song, it's just, they do, like, they, like during the one hour stream, they did like a rap about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from fan submissions and all because they live streamed it so from mm. the comments and all they react to that. Mm. But the last part, the finale, they just did something that was, it was just so, I don't know man, there was something about it that, that, that hit me inside man. I still don't know and I watched it twice already and I did it both times. Mm. Wow. So, yeah. wow. so it's like, it just triggers it lah. Yeah, it just triggers because I think like you know like when you see people who are really good at what they do, yeah, yeah. uh, it's great. You know, like I, I think I mentioned Mark Rebier streams, but when you see two people who are really good at what they do, there's so much mutual respect, and then they do it together and create something that neither of them could have created on their own, right? Mm. Ooh, ooh, my god! Oh, so we can see this on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube, on YouTube. They just he just uploaded it a few days ago. I see, I see. The link will be in the show notes. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Yeah, the, the whole stream is great, but at last twenty, like last ten minutes, I think the finale. Ooh, yeah, amazing. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Okay, man. That's powerful. All right, cool. That's that's a great way to end the podcast. Yes. All right. So this is the end, and talk to y'all soon. <laughs>